Welcome back to another episode of Caps Off by the Game Day. And the last episode of Caps Off by the Game Day. For now. We got a goat in the building. We got a goat in the building. We got a goat on our planet. Super Bowl recaps episode. Yeah, he's on the planet. He's on on the planet. You know, are you on Earth? Yeah, but there's a lot of goats on the planet. So no, no, we got we got one true goat. We got one. Uh, but happy Super Bowl! I hope you guys had a good time, boys. You guys look hungover. I'm tired, man. I'm I'm yeah, I am a little hungover. It might be like partly hungover. Well, there's Super Bowl hangover and then there's alcoholic hangover. I think it's a combination. Not a hot take here. The Monday after Super Bowl should be a national holiday. That's definitely not a hot take at all. I'm. It's not. That's why I said it. She prefaced with that. Because yep, we only share hot takes on this podcast. And I yeah, got a preface if I say anything otherwise. Preface. Right. Preface. Yep. I agree, dude. It should be the fact that it's not yet is wild. I mean, well, people were saying, which is the same concept of adding another bye week, move it back a week, then everyone, then it's on President's Weekend. Everyone has off. Ooh. No, that's actually smart. It's a national holiday. I actually don't like that. No, make it another holiday. I agree. Make it Double back to back Mondays off. There's already hella holidays in this time of year, like January, February. You got like MLK and President's Day. And There's all that. a lot. So you Super might as well Bowl. just add wow. one more. Yeah, we're in the we're in the we're in the we're in the peak of season. It feels like through the holidays Actually, and New the Year's. Ended. Well, no, we this is the peak season. It's like what? the peak season is like you have Thanksgiving and then you go into New Year's and Christmas and Chanaka and then you go in. And then you have MLK and then Super Bowl. We're and then way President. past that. I'm we're saying we're in peak season right now. From November up until like February feels like peak so season. Like half, so what's your reason? Six months. So you're saying there should be a holiday or there shouldn't be a holiday? No, you were just saying there's a lot of holidays. I'm like, yes, we are. We, so we should have one season. more. Yes. No, no, we're not okay. in that peak anymore, though. We're, we just ended the peak, you fucking no, no, bitch. No. That's a, you just gave us a six-month span. No, November, <laughs> December, January, February. A four-month span with a ton of holidays, and let's end it with Super Bowl. All right, and my birthday. I like I like ending it with three. Super Bowl. I think that's fair. Yeah, fine. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, well, let's recap the Super no, Bowl. No, end it with my birthday. Of course, February 20th. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. Don't sleep. Awake. This, uh, wow. this episode, we're going to recap the Super Bowl, and then as well as recap. And we will sign off. off. And then we will sign off. Yeah. Um, Felipe, Ooh. initial reactions. What are your reactions to the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl? I think it's incredible, man. It's one of the most exciting runs I think we've ever seen. Uh, like, come on, bro. This team that everyone doubted all year, especially mid-year when they, they were sputtering for sure. Kelsey wasn't the same. Mahomes wasn't playing at his peak. So shout out to, you know, the smart people like me and you uh-huh. who are like, when I get to the playoffs, I'm going to be all right. Yep. Yeah, shout out to you guys. Shout bro. Out to but us. even still, an underdog in every single playoff game, they had to go against – Bill, the Bills and Josh Allen had to go against Lamar Jackson and the Ravens he, he in Buffalo. Never, he is never going to say it. <coughs> you, I feel like every time you've referenced their games, you've just actively avoided the Dolphins. The Dolphins <laughs> were good this year. They no, beat the Dolphins. I actually wasn't even. I, I forget. Well, because who gives a fuck about beating the Dolphins? The Dolphins, <laughs> Dolphins haven't won a playoff game since the win, since the 80s. Just, just yeah, but the Dolphins were good this year. I would say, I would say. Arguably, that's fine. Regular season, but they I didn't have to talk about it. Okay, it, it doesn't add to the. Throat. It doesn't add to the I thing. Agree. It, it adds nothing. So they go into Buffalo and beat and beat Josh Allen and the Bills. They go into Baltimore and beat the one seed Ravens and Lamar Jackson, who's the MVP. <clears throat> and now you go into the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Wow. Fa- wow. Super Wow. And you face Brock Purdy, this 49ers team that is one of the most talented rosters we've ever seen. I said it mid-year. This might. This is the most talented roster I think I've ever seen. It's actually insane to be able to go on that tear and win all of those games i mean to do it you know under the brightest lights i think we we knew that mahomes could do that but this run is incredible so it was awesome to see him top it off so i think for me it just 
it just he just capitalized on one of the greatest runs we've ever seen. Yeah, it was you. You love taking the top off, you know. Facts. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of I saw someone in the comments also say Brock Purdy. This proved that Brock Purdy is a game manager, and I, I don't no. I don't totally agree with that. Brock Purdy I think well. What, I think what this game from the 49ers perspective proves more than anything is that Kyle Shanahan does have deficiencies as a head coach. And I think we saw that in the second half where they were dominating on the ground. And then Chris McCaffrey, it felt like there were six plays in a row where they were six passes. And it just felt like if you're a fan or you're on Twitter, every single person felt like they were going to come out, run the ball. And like, this was the Niners game for the taking. And I get it. If you are the 49ers, you got to go for the kill shot. Like you have to be able to take that and not just like keep Patrick Mahomes around. However, you got to run the ball. Like, Chris McCaffrey's your best player on offense. George Kittle couldn't get going. Uh, Debo couldn't get going. Brandon Ayuk couldn't get going. The only person that was doing anything outside of Chris McCaffrey's Juwan Jennings. So, shout out third and Juwan. Mm -hmm. Give credit yeah, to Jack Perotti. He had down. some big plays. Hopefully. Every time on third down, I was like, I reminded, I got reminded of Jack, the third and Juwan. But I think if you're a 49ers fan and you have to have a scapegoat for this game, it's certainly not Brock Purdy. It is Kyle Shanahan. I, I don't know. Again, agree. scapegoats. I'm not saying that that is like the actual reason you lost a game. Like no, but, you lost in overtime. The Chiefs don't need scapegoats. They have the goat. Facts. I like that. I didn't even think about that. Mm. Mm. But mm. I said I from the 49ers perspective. Wholeheartedly. Wholeheartedly. I hate the whole thing. Like, oh, they should have ran more. They should Like, but you think the, you think all the preparation this coach does all season, what he does for this Like, they're making decisions that are calculated on shit you have no idea about. Obviously. So to go out and talk about a coach that have done this and that, I hate that argument. Okay, I so, so let me ask you a question. Why did the 49ers lose this game? Because the Chiefs were better. Okay, but they're up. It's a very similar thing with the Lions, right? The Lions and the Niners. The Lions have to do something in order to get them back in that game. The Chiefs were down 10-0 at one point, then going to that down 10-3, and looked like they were getting manhandled. Their body language, everything. Like, until MVS scored, until that punt, like, that that changed the, the possession yeah. and completely changed the momentum of the game, the Chiefs didn't feel like they were going to win that game. It just felt like the Niners. So the Chiefs had to... Something had a switch. And what I'm saying is that the Niners felt like they were going to win that game. And then they came out in the second half, whether they had different looks. I agree with you. Kyle Shannon is a great coach for a reason. I'm just saying if there is a scapegoat and you are a Niners fan and you, someone deserves blame and you have to sit there and be like, this is why I believe we lost, I would look at it by saying Kyle Shanahan. Not because Brock. of play calling. Yeah. No, not Brock Purdy. Yeah. Brock Purdy. I agree with you that it's not Brock Purdy. But Brock Purdy I'm missed some throws. I will agree Brock Purdy missed some throws, but it seemed like there were there was some miscues in general, not just that was that was on Brock and miscommunication. But he I saw overall, someone in our comments. played well. Yeah, and I see someone in our comments game, said yeah. that Brock Purdy this proved he's a game manager. No, that played a fucking Kyle Juszczyk to convert. I think it was like third down where he, yeah. he scrambled. Like other quarterbacks in the NFL not doing that. He threw some dots in the first half. Like he his first half looked good. Like he was like he came to play. Like it's, we're getting what Brock Purdy is here yeah. in this game. And and Mahomes did not look like that. By the way, that's all I'm saying is that like if if the scapegoat should not be brought, it shouldn't be brought. If this if someone needs blame, the blame goes to Kyle Shanahan more because of play calling. And it felt like now, granted, whether they loaded the boxes and they were different, there were a lot more variables at play, which I'm sure they were. But just from a third party perspective, from just like looking at it and watching the game without knowing anything, it just felt like they went away from the run, and you were dominating on the ground. Yeah. And granted, yeah, Steve Spagnuolo called an amazing game, but. I don't think, yeah, no, I, I don't think Brock's kid. I think the Chiefs were the better team, and it's not on Shanahan. They were the better team. Was he out coached potentially by Andy, by the, the second greatest coach of all time after Bill Belichick? But like, I, I, I think it's just like we always try to find a downfall with each team. It's like they were just outplayed. Yeah, they were just outplayed. You, know, I, I, you, you, can, you can say they were out coached. Kyle Shanahan is a top three, four coach in the NFL. When they lose a game into in the Super Bowl to the greatest player we've ever seen. It's not his fault.
Mm. I don't think it's his fault. And I'm not going to say like, it, it fell on him, especially when he knows way more about well, football the, than I do. Well, there yeah. are some – well, I feel like I saw some, and I don't agree with it, but I saw some things on Twitter talking about, like, what should the Niners do with Kyle Shannon? And obviously, he doesn't get fired, none of that. But you've now been to the game twice, to the big game twice. You've now lost to Patrick Mahomes twice. It feels like – at what point do you get over the hump? Because this was your most stacked team. It felt like they had gone all in, whether there's – they have a ton of free agents that are coming up. You're going to lose guys. The Ayukes of the world, the Chase Youngs. Like, you were the most stacked team in the NFL probably in the last decade. For sure. If not and, more. And you lost to one player and one coach. So, like, Patrick Mullins was your leading rusher. Good defense. A great defense. They, this yeah, was their best that's defense. that's really what it was. But I'm just saying, this, is a, this was the legacy game for Patrick Mahomes. And I'm going to recycle a take that you had last year, and I saw it on your story. And I'm going to bring it back and change it a little bit. You said that Patrick Mahomes is greater than Tom Brady ever was. And mm -hmm. I'm also going to say that I believe Patrick Mahomes will be better than Tom Brady ever was as well. Mm -hmm. Not just from a talent perspective, but we'll from an greater. accolade. Will be better. Like from an accolade. Will be well, greater. Better, better is, is just ability, I think of it. Greater okay. is like so accolades. Yeah, yeah I, believe Tom, I believe Patrick Mahomes will be greater than Tom Brady. Yeah. And if we just want to take a rundown of everything that they've done before the age of 30, so just let's look at the Patrick Mahomes accolades. What is his age, by the way? He's 28. Patrick Mahomes is 28. So, we look at it so let's look at his playoff stats before turning 30. Let's just look at playoff stats right now. All right, that gives Brady two extra years. But, right. Exactly, but I'm going to blow your mind. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes has 5,135 5, passing yards in the playoffs. Tom Brady had 3,217. Patrick Mahomes threw for 41 touchdowns and eight INTs. Brady threw for 20 touchdowns and nine INTs. Brady, three-time Super Bowl champ, two-time Super Bowl MVP. Mahomes, three-time Super Bowl champ, three-time MVP, Super Bowl MVP. So you just take the playoff stats before turning 30. Mahomes has already 200 more passing yards, 21 more touchdowns, and one less Not INT. 2,000. 2,000, 2000 excuse me. One less INT and 21 more touchdown passes, and he's 28. He's got two more years to surpass that. So let's just take the playoff stats alone. Okay. Then you look into it. Patrick Mahomes is only one of two quarterbacks to lead their team in rushing and win the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes and Steve Young. He led the team in rushing yesterday. Then he has more comebacks, more double-digit comebacks in a Super Bowl than Tom Brady. Three to his two. I like that one. That's, and, see, that's a good and one. And you want to know a crazy stat? We're not even talking about NFL history. We're talking sports history. Okay. The only players in any sports history to have three championships and two MVPs in their first seven years of their career. Larry Bird, Bill Russell, Guy LaFleur. I don't know if he's related to Peter LaFleur, but Stan <laughs> Musial. Don't know him. Uh, but Mickey Mantle, Joe DiMaggio, I think you guys know those Teams. guys. And then Patrick Mahomes. Yes, Everyone sir. on that list did it in their first seven years. Patrick Mahomes has done it in, their first, in his first six years. And, and you said two. He has three. Correct. And now only Brady and Belichick have more Super Bowl wins as a duo than Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. This is all to say that right now Patrick Mahomes is on a trajectory to surpass Tom Brady. Because what Tom Brady did before he was 30, Patrick Mahomes has now done before he was 29 and greater and greater yeah and the yeah, stats show so i think we got to appreciate greatness and again this is not to say that because i and we've talked about this many times in order for there to be an undeniable sentiment around who the goat is in one sport because it's and avoid the mj lebron debate you are going to need the same amount of titles it's unfair mahomes is on that pace right now he has three and six patrick mahomes is going to be greater than tom brady ever was and holy shit, I am horny for it. Mm -hmm.
It's absolutely insane. Man. And you said it. You, you said it two years ago, I think it you was. You said that two years ago, but then you also said recently, Felipe, that like he is Michael Jordan and some, or yeah. like just in terms of dominance. Dominance. Like he might be the single most dominant athlete we've ever seen. Yeah. It's crazy, uh, bro. And I'm starting to believe it, man. Like I did, I I was holding off on being like that's definitely true because we needed to see him win more. And I wasn't hundred percent certain they would win this one. And god damn. <laughs> crazy. Winning it that way too. Come from behind. He's fucking crazy. Yeah, here's, here's what people will say when it comes to those stats, like 2,000 more passing yards, way more touchdowns, less like The league, the game It's a different changed. era. And they're completely right. So everyone that's going to be crying about that in the comments, you're right. But, but we, I think the double-digit comeback says everything. Mm -hmm. Because that doesn't even matter. And that, like, that has nothing to do with eras. That's just how great you are. Yeah. So forget the stats if you want to say that's a different era, whatever. That's fine. Well, But... The, the, the comebacks are crazy. Well, I also just think like right, you're right because it says that your team, if you have fewer double digits, because the errors for both teams, team who you're playing against, your team well. is probably good enough to have stopped them from even being in a position to have to come back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whereas in this, Mahomes has been on teams where they have had to come back from behind. Well, mm -hmm. I also think like, and and you oftentimes bring it up that one of Brady's rings stems from Adam Vinatieri's leg. All three of his first. Okay, but like I feel like, yeah. sure. But I feel like that that's always been a, a staple of yeah, of, yeah. of the argument. Sure. That's always been a way to poke holes. For sure. And I feel like with this specific run, there was a hole that could have been poked, which was his defense. Right, his defense was going to carry him. But Patrick Mahomes still came out as a leading rusher, throwing for throwing for more than three hundred yards, and in moments where specifically when it was Brock Purdy against that Lions team, he needed to take it into his own hands and and get outside the pocket and rush for a first down and all these things. Mahomes was doing that. Every single fucking time. That one play, I think it was in, it was either late in the fourth or it was in overtime. I don't remember exactly which one it was. One. But he like rushed right up the middle, mm -hmm. saw open lane, red, ran right past Fred Warner. Right past Fred Warner. That surprised me. Yeah. Fred just like saw him go right by him. And I was just like, this is this is crazy. And we said this off the pot. There was never a fucking doubt once it got to overtime. There were some doubts here and there nah. because, no, nah. no, no. There Over, were some overtime, moments. Overtime, Mahomes is inevitable. Bro, when the, when the Niners were driving and the Chiefs held them to a field goal, then you said, yes. They ain't losing this fucking game. But when the Niners were driving, you were like, I was nervous, but overtime Mahomes is inevitable. That guy is going to go I down and do what he needs to do. Time, man. Ooh, <laughs> don't sleep. So, yeah, let me ask you, though, is where would you compare or how would you compare this dynasty with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes to any of the Brady Belichicks to any it's other better. dynasty in NFL history? Better. They had, they had a worse team. We, we didn't expect. We didn't. Well, okay, if you're talking about the dynasty in general. Just this year, I don't think the Patriots ever had a run like this. Where they were as bad during the regular where season. Where they were as bad, where we didn't even where expect them. Where you lose them, to the Raiders on Thanksgiving. people didn't even expect them to win that? a playoff game. Like, people didn't even on expect Christmas? them to win a playoff game. Yeah. And then not only that, but they run through the two scariest teams in the conference, the Bills and the Ravens, in the playoffs. Away. They, not even at home. Away. Yeah, away. On the yeah. road, which was their knock, which is like, yeah. okay, they've always won at home. They can't win on the road, which they do that. And then you go and face... The best team in the game, yeah. in the league, like the, like by far the best team in the league. There's the 49ers. Like that is just as dominant a run as it gets. The only time I've seen a run like that, Dirk Nowitzki 2011 finals. <laughs> I'm sorry, because you got to run too. Who you gotta, play? Who you play? We play. Well, we beat the Heat. You know, you know what it is. But you go in. I do know. Yes. You go in and you sweep the Lakers. You go in. You beat the Thunder with KD, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and then and then you beat the LeBron James. Like that run was insane. Yeah. Like yeah. that's like realistically in sports, like I don't. I think that's the, the best run. Um, this is the best run since that. But in football, like I don't know if I've seen a run since 
uh, at all close to that. So I guess just to answer your question, the overall York, dynasty wise, the New York Giants, two thousand seven. Yeah, they won ten games. Yeah. No one expected them to beat the Packers. No one, ex- the Packers who were the one seed. No one okay. expected them to beat the, the Cowboys forty nine or yeah, the Cowboys. The Cowboys first then forty nine ers was later in yeah. two thousand eleven, uh, and then they went and beat the fucking eighteen and zero Patriots. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. good. That's so, a good one. But I guess for the, but I will so, say just just to go sure. to your point this. This Patrick Mahomes Chiefs run might be the most impressive run in the last two decades. Like, because what you just said, whether it yeah. is the Giants, whether it is the Mavs in 2011, because of who you, because of the way the regular season was going, like, let's, let's call back when you got blown out by the Raiders at home on Christmas Day. Like, at that point, we were filming remotely and we literally said, I literally said, this yeah. fucking team is ass and they're done. I give you guys credit. You guys kept saying when they get to the playoffs, but I was fucking writing them off. I said, this ain't the same team. And you go into the fucking playoffs. So that's why I think that this is not the most impressive run. Because of Mahomes? Because he... Because... You, yeah. That's fair. Because it's like you, you expect Mahomes to, to be great. I always expected Mahomes to be great. Now, it was their best, most impressive run, no doubt. But, like, the, the Eli Manning-led Giants is more impressive to me, having taken down Aaron Rodgers, fucking Tony Romo-stacked Dallas teams... And then fucking Tom Brady stacked Patriots team with Randy Moss. That wasn't Moss. Rogers, I don't think. That was Brett Favre. But was it? Yeah, it must yeah, Brett, it must the, the Cowboys. Whatever. Brett Favre and the uh, yeah, easy to beat in the playoffs. Yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> hey, that was yeah. Tony Ramos' first year as a starter. Give me some credit, bro. They won. No, the they went on and won the Super Bowl. Zero people but I, but I, them to but win I, the Super but, Bowl. That was the Cinderella story. But I will say, I, you are having that point. But and I know you were just saying with the Dolphins, like you don't even think about them. But going into that game, there were a lot of fucking people saying they're not gonna be, they're not gonna beat the Dolphins. Yeah, there was so like I just think it it the switch the flip switched very quickly Switching. once they beat the Bills because even going into the Bills, I took the Bills and I was like I ain't betting against Patrick Mahomes ever again. Yeah, like hindsight twenty twenty. But going into it, we were like this ain't the same team. And yet two years in a row, you trade away Tyree Kill, and you have a shitty supporting cast outside of Travis Kelsey. And you go back to back. I mean, like it is, it it is insane. And I see a lot of comments about glazing. I will literally glaze donut the fuck out of Patrick yeah, Mahomes because he deserves and, it. And I've said this, and we're gonna keep saying it because there are a lot of fucking people. There are 857 people on TikTok specifically watching this. Like most of the people probably tuning into this is around our age demographic, right? Yeah, like we're sure. all in that same age yeah, bracket. A bit younger, yeah. And for the most part, we grew up with LeBron, and we appreciated his greatness a little bit later on because early on he didn't have the the championships to kind of go along with him being the GOAT. Mm-hmm. We never were around for MJ, and all the parents are like, MJ, he had this kill factor. He was amazing. You just had to be there. Like, all this fucking nonsense. Well, we can't speak on it. So now it becomes a generational argument. Well, then we fucking have Tom Brady. Well, for the majority of Tom Brady's early career, we were fucking also young and yeah. toddlers. So we could only appreciate the back end of his greatness the same way with, like, LeBron. With Patrick Mahomes, in fucking six years, we are potentially seeing the greatest football player of all time from a trajectory standpoint and what he's able to do. Mm-hmm. So I see a lot of people saying, well, he'll never touch Brady's numbers. Well, he might not have to play 24 years just to touch the Super Bowls. Yeah. That's the crazy part. So that's crazy. Yeah. Brady played 24 years? 23, I think, specifically because yeah, he retired. Insane. But he won't need to play 23 years just to get there. So I think the reason that we will glaze donut Krispy Kreme hot and fresh, ready and hot, yep. this man is because... Super wow. Super wow. Is because we are potentially <laughs> watching the greatest football player of all time and potentially watching the undisputed GOAT in a sport Dude, drop that versus bro we are watching well no 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 because we're on pace we're all, it's a pace thing so yeah, you have to pace. stick with pace we are. if he retired right now he'd be a first ballot hall of famer but if he retires I think right so- now where is he on the all-time who? list who where- patrick if, if patrick Mahomes retires today he's two where is he on the all-time list? i think he's two. two and again i think it's he's either two or three 
You either have Joe in there as well. No, but no, in terms well, of quarterbacks, yeah. Because and again, I'm not saying this is just. I believe because you will always come back to Brady's longevity and his seven Super Bowls. I get it. And that's well, the point. Yeah. Right. You need in order for someone to be like conversation starter and ender, you need the chips. That's the the harsh part, and that's where LeBron loses the argument to MJ. Yeah. MJ was perfect, but MJ also. You, if you're, you're not counting what he just also did in the playoffs, he lost in fucking first round. Mm -hmm. He didn't like, so I think that's the, that's the hard part. What would you say? Uh, I think, well, I think right now he's on par with like a Lawrence Taylor or something like that. So I don't even know if he's greater than Lawrence Taylor oh, or like, oh, or like, oh, Ray, well, or I was like Ray Lewis all the time. Yeah. Just quarterback wise, I would put him too, for sure. Already. Like, I, like right there on, on Brady's heels. I mean, personally, I would put him one, but like, I think. If I had to take the consensus of of everybody as well, like just the public, America, America. Yeah, he's probably two. Yeah, he's probably two. But I think, I mean, to answer your first question, I mean, the dynasty question, we're analyzing this single year right now. So then the dynasty, you have to look at the other two Super Bowls. And uh, yeah, I still think that, I mean, this dynasty, because of this year, because this year was so hard and it was so, we couldn't see it happening at all. It becomes the best dynasty that we've seen. Because like, yeah, you get the second Patriots dynasty, which was pretty good. Yeah. Like that win over the Seahawks was actually a really good win for them. They weren't supposed to win that game. Um, who else did they beat in that run? Well, it was they, Malcolm Butler. They beat the Rams, right? They beat the Rams, which was a horrible game. The, and, the Patriots? Yeah. Right? No, well, they, they played who? the Seahawks in the, in the Super Bowl. Yes. And then the next Super Bowl. They oh, won. you're saying that? I'm talking one. the second dynasty was okay, they yeah. beat the Seahawks. Yeah. They beat the Rams, I believe, and they beat the Niners, right? Was it the Niners? No, no, no. It wasn't the Niners. Who was Not it? Not the no, the no they played the Chiefs because he beat he beat Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Comments. They, Give it to lost. us. Who was the they, last they Super Bowl? Falcons. 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 Great. Came out twenty-eight-three. Yeah, twenty-eight. Yeah. So I mean, look, man. I mean, I think it's comparable. Like, look, I'm not, I'm not diving into the stats or anything like that when it comes down to like comparing dynasties. I think for me, it's the most exciting because it, they're they're a young team. Like Patrick Mahomes is so young. First comment on that was these kids don't even know football. The fuck. I mean, yeah, look, we don't. Bro, we don't. Yeah. Good, good take. How's your podcast doing? It's a great. <laughs> well, ours isn't gonna do too well. Today, <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I, I, I'll say it's my favorite dynasty. I don't know if it's the best because the Patriots. That second dynasty was amazing. First dynasty, I don't give a fuck about. Uh, defense, defense won that. Second one, I thought was really good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There hasn't I, been that many dynasties. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, dynasties are far and few. I would I, say the Cowboys in the 90s were probably more impressive than than the Patriots. No team has ever won three straight Super Bowls. I saw it last time. Dude, I ain't, I ain't ruling. The reason I ain't ruling. They could do it. The reason I, I feel like we can't rule out. If they get a stud receiver this year. The reason you cannot exactly. count out the Chiefs going for a three-peat is because they are destined to improve offensively. And the reason I say that there is a fuck ton of wide receivers out there. And I think they, they not only did the Chiefs win it with their worst fucking team, offensively, of course, but they're now going to be team or veterans taking vet minimums. Mm. They're going to be guys like, and I saw someone tweet this and I forgot who it was, but they've now reached that status of like, all right, I'm just going to take less money because I, I know every single year it's the LeBron effect. It's going to give me a chance to go win a Super Bowl. And with Mahomes, they go out and add another wide receiver. He gets, Travis Kelsey ain't getting any younger. They have the offensive line. You have a Creed Humphrey. Like, you have some established pieces there. Yeah. This Chiefs team is only going to get better. So, the fact that they can three-peat because they are going to improve is saying a lot of things. Now, they could lose, like, a LeJarius Sneed or Chris Jones. But 
what Spagnola and, and I think also, I don't know who their DB coach is, but someone was shouting them out on, on Twitter. What he was able to do with both a luxurious seed and Trent McDuffie mm -hmm. and how Dude, they were McDuffie able to play this McDuffie season last night, is a good take. Is wild. So I, I'm never going to count them out, and I think this is going to be the worst Chiefs team we'll see at least in the next couple of years because they're going to get someone. Kind of ass, bro. This Chiefs team can easily three peat. I agree. And Isaiah if they, and if they three was pretty ass. At this point, and I know so many people were we were watching the game, and like even uh, my friends were they, they were like, I'm over this fucking guy, like fuck him, villain type Mahomes. shit with Mahomes. And it's like at this point, at this point, I'm rooting for Patrick Mahomes Me to too. just get it. I'm rooting for the accolades. I'm rooting for him to to be this guy. I just think it's fun, bro. Like he's he's such a likable player. Yeah. Like he's likable. Like he hasn't done anything himself to be unlikable. And when you talk about besides win, literally, right? But Which when you is talk about, hate I don't like the comparison with Tom Brady because Tom Brady cheated. He Tom did. Brady got exactly. caught cheating yeah, twice. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's reason to hate him. Um, LeBron, like, like it or not, the go the going to Miami move was a bailout move. Yeah. So people have reason to hate that. Whether you think it's right or wrong, there's like there's a reason to hate him. Mahomes has a no has had no reason for like people to hate him except win. Yeah. And so because of that, for me, like, it's just likable. He's just such a likable guy that hasn't done anything yet. And, like, you can point to his brother and his wife. Like, who gives a fuck? That's not even his. Like, yeah. Oh, that, that doesn't that. matter. That doesn't matter. But I, I, I mean, just if think, anything, you, sorry to interrupt. You know what's crazy? Most people hate Patrick Mahomes because of Brittany Mahomes. Yeah. Not even anything that he's doing. Right. Talk about other great players like Kobe Bryant. Like, bro, he has some stuff off the court. Like, there, people Kobe. would hate him. Or, like, just. The, yeah, Kobe had lots of stuff off the court. Nah, he had one thing off the court. I'm just saying. That was a big thing. thing. Yeah, but. It, that's a big character thing. Yeah, but they wasn't convicted for it. I don't believe it. And so on the Neither court, though. Deshaun Watson. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like it's a big thing. Off the field. Off the field. But then uh, you, I get what you're on, saying. But I get what you're on saying. the court, Kobe and Shaq, like you could point to that and be like, yeah, oh, he's yeah. a bad they teammate, like all that yeah, type yeah, of stuff. Yeah. So, and he's a bad, like, you know, he had beef with Phil Jackson and all that. So Mahomes has been like squeaky clean his whole yeah, career. Yeah. It's been insane to see it. Well, before we begin to move to like us parting our parting ways, what is this? What what are what are our takeaways with the Niners? Because we now have seen this Niners team. You have Brock Purdy, the Niners, and you have one more year before you're gonna have to probably give Brock Purdy some money. The, the credit I will give the Niners that I remember before the season, Jack was saying what a successful season would be for the Niners is that they found their quarterback. Yeah, they finished the season and they found their quarterback. So you're saying that's the best thing from the Niners. The even best takeaway of their whole season is the fact that they locked in Brock Purdy as their quarterback, the and he's going to be the yeah. What did I say? Something? You oh. said the best team. Sorry. Oh yeah, that the Niners locked in their quarterback for the next few years, five years, let's say. Which I don't know if Brock Purdy's a ten-year guy, but that's all you can ask for. Before the season, they had no idea what Brock Purdy actually could be. Yep. The guy put up MVP-like numbers. You can't scoff at that. Yeah, he had a great can. year. He's gonna he's gonna stay a niner for a while. He's gonna get the bag. Good for them, honestly. Yeah, I think I mean I think you're right. I think I mean he's a guy, and he's gonna he's gonna get a bag eventually. I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm fully sold on him. Like I I, th I think he's really good, but like if I'm a Niners fan, he comes out and shits the bed next year. Like, yeah, look, well, at, look I, at Daniel I, Jones. I, well, the angle the angle I'll give, and it's look it's Daniel the angle Jones. from a Dolphins fan perspective is like this was the year for Patch Mahomes to lose. And at this point, you got to build a team around beating Patrick Mahomes. I don't give a fuck how much you could assemble. You could assemble the Avengers. This was David versus Goliath. You still lost. So at this point, you got to look at Brock Purdy. And I think Brock Purdy is their quarterback over the next couple of years. And I mm. get if you're not sold on him. But the logic that I have from a Dolphins fan perspective with two who's going to need a contract is like, do you give two a contract and you need all these variables to play? Or do we just keep swinging? Because no matter what, you're going to have to go up against Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's the yeah. angle you got to have. And then you look on the other side of it where it's like Kyle Shanahan's now been there seven years. You've gone to two Super Bowls. You've lost. Like, how do you get over the hump? Because this was your most loaded roster. You need. Bruh. What do you do? 
I, take look, out, take by, out Mahomes. Like, do, let me ask you a question. I saw this on Twitter. If you put Kirk Cousins mm. on that team, oh, do they win that game? No, no I don't no, think no. so. No, no, no. It's not a quarterback issue. No, uh, it, no, no, no. By no means am I saying Brock Purdy lost this game for them. No, and, and I don't think there's many quarterbacks on the other side of the ball that would have won that game against Patrick Mahomes. But you had the best team in the NFL. You got to win that game. You got to win that game. I got to win that game. Yeah. And there's a few quarterbacks that you would put there and would win that game. Aaron Rodgers would have won that game. Now, Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. Uh, who like Josh Allen? Josh, well, you're talking like elite, elite. Josh elite. probably would have won. Uh, dude, you know what? It just, it just comes down to the fact that, I mean, I've said it time and time again, but you have Patrick Mahomes and you have everybody else. Nobody else has really proven to be that guy yet. I know he won a crown Burrow after a year. Look at the season he had this year. Terrible. Josh Allen has been a really good quarterback, but he's also had some downfalls when it matters. Whereas in the past, we knew Brady was amazing. We knew Peyton Manning was amazing. We knew Brett Favre. Well, it took some time. This is a bad era of quarterbacks. I know we, oh, I, disagree. I know there's a lot of good quarterbacks. I disagree. There's only one great quarterback. It's the truth. Well, that, that I understand, but it also took time for us to see Drew Brees win and Peyton Manning win and other quarterbacks like get to that level. Like We're, we're talking like it, Peyton Manning didn't win his what? His first playoff game until six years in? Yeah, but these guys have been in the league, though. Some okay, of these but guys have been the, in Josh the Allen's been in the league for five years, six years. So we're coming up I on it. I know some of those guys. Like, Peyton took, like, seven or eight years. I'm just saying, like, I, I don't agree with what you're saying, that, that we're in a bad time, because the quarterback position has never been as loaded as it is. Maybe we nah, don't have just, any more Patrick easiest, Mahomes it's unicorns. It's the time in NFL history to play quarterback. You can't defend worth the shit. All the, all the, the, pass, the rough and the passer calls makes your job easy as fuck. I think that like if these guys play theoretically wouldn't that hurt ago, Patrick Mahomes' argument as well for being the if, if it's that easy to play <laughs> yeah, well, that's yes, why, which that's I said why that's not, why I discounted okay. the, the stats the stat yeah. difference I, I but like but again Pat Mahomes is in that level uh, that tier of those other guys the Peyton Man is in and Tom Brady I just don't think anybody else is in that level yet now they can become that they can get there like Joe Burrow can get there and Josh Allen can get there but like nobody else has won no no one's got no one is close to Patrick Mahomes yeah. There, there is won, no, bro. and no one should argue that. Let, let's so let's, so. I guess just finishing off the thought then is that I don't know if there's another quarterback that could have won that game, but I that's not necessarily saying that you know that Brock another quarterback couldn't have done it in this era. It's just that I'm I'm, I'm jumbling my. No, I know exactly. I know where you're going with this. If this was a different this. era, there would be multiple quarterbacks that could have gone in and won that sure. game. Yeah. Like, but I, like Drew Brees, Philip Rivers would have done it. But I think what we're seeing, the, the, this was a great. Eli would have won. Eli would have won that game. This is a great. Joe example. Flacco would have won that game. Yeah, uh, but I don't like put the, prime Joe, like 2012. Okay, Joe. but I'm not putting this. Like this is this, this Super Bowl was a a battle of team versus player. It's just what it felt like, right? Like mm -hmm. obviously, David. When we say David versus Goliath, that's what we're referring to. Yeah, yeah. We're referring to their overall team versus Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. So ultimately, is the build of a team to build Patrick Mahomes, does it have to come down to just elite quarterback versus elite quarterback? Or are there scenarios where you can have the team actually beat Patrick Mahomes? Because this felt like this was as close as it gets. Brad Purdy, whether you put him, whether some person wants to put him top five or some person wants to say he's like an eight through 12 quarterback, doesn't matter. That's that's your middle of the pack because next level, the next level uh I guess the upgrade from Brock Purdy would be like a top seven quarterback. And mm -hmm. I don't even know if they're getting them over the hump. That's, that's, I'm, I agree with so you. So I'm just saying like, at this point, you got to be build a team to beat Patrick Mahomes. And yeah, it yeah, might yeah. not be about the team. It's strictly about the other elite quarterback. And there are only a handful of quarterbacks in the league that can take down Patrick Mahomes. And I think that that's where you're going with it. I also, think, I we think just haven't gotten there yet. There isn't any elite well, quarterbacks I, well, that can take Patrick Mahomes. He's saying not Mahomes. yet. And I'm saying we are getting to that point because it's so low. Look, like CJ Stroud could be that guy. So I'm not saying that like, like we got to see it still. But there's been a few quarterbacks that have been in the league 
for a few years now. Yeah, that I understand. There hasn't, and and we haven't, we seen, haven't seen another quarterback like take that next step into elite of elite. That we I haven't. Get. Mahomes is the only one. So I don't know if another quarterback could have replaced Brock Purdy and, and won that game. I actually don't think so. It's it's tough. Mm-hmm. Like Stroud potentially, maybe Jordan. No, because like, I don't. Know I don't they, know. I don't think there's a quarterback. But they're, they're not there yet. Because it wasn't a quarterback thing. It's a coaching yeah. thing. I feel like they're not there yet. But I think it's more of a testament to there's just not as many great quarterbacks in the league right now, rather than a great quarterback couldn't come in and, and take that quickly. Just because there's over a thousand people watching That's right crazy. now here. Uh, a lot of comments are saying that it's a coaching thing. It's a Shanahan thing. Been there seven years. What do you have to do? Do either of you guys have an opinion on that? Because I don't think I've I go first. I don't think I've formulated an opinion on Kyle, Kyle Shanahan yet. Because I think a lot of teams would want Kyle Shanahan to be their head I was, coach. I was gonna say, I think it's the same thing we're saying about quarterbacks. It's like you you have to assemble to beat the Chiefs right now, and like they have now met the Chiefs twice in the Super Bowl under Kyle Shanahan. Well, like, what if those are not unsuccessful seasons? Your team has been one of the best teams in football for the last six years, like consistently, right? I, you can't put all the blame on Kyle Shannon. The guy, the well, maybe guy take knows a step how to, further. Then the guy knows how to win, but clearly keeps falling short in the wrong. Moments. Well, then maybe take it a step further, and you say it's a John Lynch thing. It's a team makeup thing. It's that a team I building. Vehemently disagree with. I I don't agree. I'm just saying. Just I'm posing the argument, and I, I want to hear the conversation think that the build of this team is flawed. Like, look at the fucking power. I agree with you. John Lynch might lost. be the best GM in a league. I agree they, with you, but they lost. They so lost what do you do? because they met Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, not because okay, they Okay, but how do you beat fault. Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid? You, you don't? don't. Okay. No, 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 you, no, you, you have to. That's, what, that's the reincarnate question. Reincarnate Tom Brady. Elite, and put elite, him in San Francisco. Yeah. They, they called him. But elite, that, elite quarterback play. Okay, so it, you're saying it's a quarterback. That quarterback, Brock Purdy, held them back from winning this game. He didn't hold them back, but he also didn't win them the game. There. You need a quarterback that can win you a game. Brock Purdy's not which that is, guy by yet. the way, which is what uh, Cam Newton was saying. You right. got game managers and right. you have game changers. Which, which is when right Cam on Newton that point. was talking about him and even Dak Prescott and Tua, yeah. it's like you got to be able to go and win the game. But I think Brock, I agree. I think Brock Purdy Brock might be that. that though. Brock's I'm not so sure games. about Dak. I think Dak Brock's had some games changer, that's done that. Dak's done that. Tua has definitely not shown that. Brock has shown more to change the game than but Tua. Here's the, but here's the thing, right? Because forget Patrick Mahomes being on the other side. When you bring up other game managers, like people like to say Dak or whatever, you play the Green Bay Packers. They turn up in the second half and they're scoring every drive, but your defense can't stop Jordan Love. Yeah. So there's no way you're going to catch up to him. The Chiefs, the, the, the 49ers were holding the Chiefs all game. If you're Brock Purdy, you're not playing Patrick Mahomes. You're playing the Chiefs defense. Yeah. If you're elite, you, you go win that game. Like if you're elite, you go win that game. And he didn't do it. What I'm saying is I don't think there's another quarterback. I don't know if there's another quarterback right now in the league that also that, that would have done that. But Brock Purdy, for the, for the Niners to win that game, you need a quarterback that is going to win that game. And Brock, right now, at this stage of his career, he's not that yet. Yeah. He might be that in a couple of years. And he showed us that he's good enough to be a starter in this league. But I don't know if he's a game changer when it comes down to the biggest game in your career, like the Super Bowl. I, so quarterback, I think, I makes a big difference. I think he's got the potential to change the game. But, but we're that's also all talk. That's hearsay, I agree. Like, I agree. But, like, we're talking about a guy in his second year. I think, I think we forget that he's in his second year and was the last pick in the draft. Like, you want to, you know what? Like, oh, I don't think anyone's forgetting that. Oh, I think people, I think people totally just want to rip this dude apart and say it's his fault. Well, that's, I haven't seen that. Then again, I haven't been much on Twitter and stuff. his second year and he was the last pick in the draft. I Correct. But Which no is what I'm saying. forgetting that. Well, I think people, I do, I think people, when I say people are forgetting that, is that they're, they're using that against him. They're using that against him. And that, I think that's we gotta, remembering that. I guess <laughs> it's the opposite of forgetting. I'm it. just saying they I are remembering. Like, he was the last one in the draft. I don't agree Therefore, with the he stinks. I don't agree with. Bob I, I agree with you. I don't agree with the slander. I think he's a good quarterback. Do I think he's necessarily a game changer? 
he had he had one game in the NFC Championship where he was, but that's fair. We haven't seen a ton of it. That's fair. He had some throws also throughout the season, but that's my point. He's young, so yeah. like they, I agree. You said it earlier. the The takeaway from the Niners is that they found their quarterback for the next couple of years. Yeah. You ride that. You're gonna lose Ayuk. Yeah. You're gonna lose some other pieces, yeah. and you'll see. You'll retool, but yeah. you got to go to coaching. I want to. Uh, so tough. Parting words. I want to begin to wrap up, but before we do, we have to recap a few things because this oh. is the recaps episode. Damn. This is our last episode of Caps Off today, mm -hmm. unfortunately. Um, as we said and announced on TikTok oh, and on boy. our previous episode that after Super Bowl, that would be it for us. Um, so this is our officially our last studio shoot. Fuck, man. Uh, and it's really sad, man. So I do want to recap. I know we've done this in the past, but we're each going to give one memory we've had over the last two, three years of, or two years of Caps Off. What is your favorite memory being on Caps Off? Yeah, man, I'm, I, I want to go first and the, please because that this is not one specific memory but it's like this feeling right now it's mm -hmm. gratitude like these last two and a half years of posting content building a community have been some of the most fun and exhilarating two and a half years ever of my life yeah. and i'll remember for the rest of my life the friendships that we built the people we met the communities that we interacted with like the crossover is something that i never expected to happen so ending caps off my heart is filled with so much gratitude excitement love and everything i'm sad it's bittersweet mm -hmm. but all good things must come to an end and i know we're all gonna like we're, at the end of the day what caps off built was this is so fucking corny and cliche but like friendship yeah. right and a community so i leave in a very proud way knowing that that happened so um i love you boys it's been a fucking hell of a ride i'm very sad but it, it's uh it's something to be proud of yeah totally Please i'll go um I think I'm going to talk about two Super Bowls. So the first Super Bowl was really awesome because it was kind of like we felt like we got somewhere, right? Like we were there. We had Trey Wingo on the pod. Tell the people where that was, where we were. In Phoenix? Yeah. That we was? Yeah. yeah. I was just saying tell the people because they don't know. That's okay. So we were at the Super Bowl last year, which was in Phoenix. Happened <laughs> to be in Phoenix, if you weren't aware of that. Um, and, yeah, so I think that was cool because that was like kind of like a we made it moment. Yeah. But I think this Super Bowl, the amount of people that came up to us and – recognized us and we're like yo we, we love the pod we had a guy from spain that broadcast cool. games in spain i think that was the biggest thing that was awesome the fact that he knew us knew us by name ram safety quinton lake was cool when he yeah. came that us. was the second one i was gonna say one of our favorite players on the yeah <laughs> in the world yeah but no starting safety for the rams yeah and he's a big fan of ours and he came he came up to us while we were sitting down and just wanted to say that he loved us and stuff so i think um that goes to the community we built because for people to love us like we have to give them a reason to actually enjoy yeah. watching us so obviously the chemistry the conversation that we were able to have just the fun we're able to have because anybody can talk ball you, you turn you want you want to hear ball conversation turn on espn and that's it you don't have to tune into anything else but to stand out you have to like bring something else and i think the chemistry that we had uh and and yeah just like the vibes we brought people wanted to be a part of that yep. and not just gen z not just like kids but a lot of people but everyone players in the nfl broadcasters in spain like i think that gave like the full perspective of what we really Bro, we had here. people before you jump into it the achos of the world the ari mayrobs like nfl insiders jordan schultz like we worked we had the True. privilege of working with so many fucking different people in this space right and interacting with us because we never prided ourselves on being these expert ball knowers like people in the comments want to talk about. We just prided ourselves on being fans of the game. I yep. wanted to talk shit and give people a platform to talk shit. And that's pretty much what it was.
I was going to say similar things. The thing that I have found most meaningful about the last couple of years of Caps Off has been knowing that we made something meaningful. Yeah. So the, and that is meaningful to me, right? Of like knowing that we fucking just came into the office on Monday mornings and would yell at each other about football takes and just decided let's throw a mic in front of us and a camera and like hope that that it sticks. Like this is the reason the reason we do what we do is to make content that resonates with people and clearly we did that successfully. And we know we got that from being at the Super Bowl and being recognized or even at the NFL draft or wherever that may be. Or you guys in the comments watching uh, live at noon on a Tuesday or Monday. What's today? Is it Monday? Monday. Um, on a Monday. Like that to me is like the best thing we could have possibly done. And like, you know, we all have great things coming for us next, no doubt. Um, but who knows if it'll feel as personal. Uh, so I'm that, very thankful for that. Yeah, I think lastly, like I, I don't, and we've kind of briefly touched on it just now, but I don't think people realize like how much this meant to us. Yeah. Like, the, and not like the opportunity, but more so just like the interactions with people. And like you said, the recognition to something you created that feels very meaningful and resonates. And I think ultimately that's all you could ask for in just life in general is like, do you resonate with people? Do they make, is it an escape from reality sometimes? Does it make you feel heard? All these things like, you want to be a part of something always yeah. and i think what we were a part of was not just caps off and building and making content it was part of a community of nfl fans and i like i said sad that this has to end but i think it's a good time also like while there are 600 people here watching and stuff like follow our personal channels follow we have, us we are moving on to some other things and you know i think when the time comes to to talk about that i think there will be those times we'll post but, about it there um make sure to follow our personals you can hit the link in bios or or we'll put it on screen or something but mine's at maton man i don't even fuck if i know what mine is but m-a-t-a-n-m-a-n-n at maton man on tiktok instagram you can follow me on twitter but yeah man underscore like they font us the bro don't drop the d like but hey man in all seriousness i i love you guys i wish jack was here to say the same thing i know we all love each other and love is love is love is love and amen uh, brother it's been a good ride man shout out a lot to be proud of yeah absolutely hell yeah man i mean well said all right thank you for listening to the caps off podcast we won't see you next time (laughs) hey the caps off podcast is brought to you by the game day Starring Adam Tabachnik, Felipe Fontes, Jack Parodi, and Matan Mann. Check out our socials at Caps Off Pod on Instagram and Caps Off Podcast on TikTok. Subscribe to our YouTube at the link in the description if you want to see more content and watch our videos. Don't forget to go to thegameday.com for all the best sportsbook offers.